I don't know. I just think he. I I, think he got like the people got to him. You know what I'm saying? I I think. I mean, I don't blame you for thinking that, but like, it's wild that it got to that stage. You know what I'm saying? Like, Like, I I saw somebody saying it the other day. By the way, we're going back live. I'm just gonna give it a second, make sure it doesn't cut out. But to finish that thought, somebody was talking about the other day. They were like, "Who would have thought that Markel Fultz in the year 2023 would be a more valuable player than?" uh, than Ben Simmons, and that's just how Facts. that's how it went. Facts. My thing that I I just can't seem to wrap my head around, and just out of everything, even if he never took a jumper, right? Mm-hmm. What happened to your dunk package, my guy? Seriously, where did it go? Like, you are six nine, six ten, playing point. Who knows? Who knows? Y'all can't see me raising my hands right now, but right now they're up in the sky because I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it, man. Yo, there, I remember watching some of his highlights from like his first couple years. He would have some situations sometimes. Damn it, bro. And look powerful. Mm-hmm. What what happened? Your athleticism didn't go nowhere. I, even if you ain't shooting no jumpers, man, this man shouldn't be like scoring no damn four points in a game or three points in a game or... I feel like it just got some because you know how everybody's like, oh, he can't shoot, he can't shoot. And then he's like, damn, I really can't shoot. And then people start adjusting to his game. And then he's like, uh, there's a lot of people to paint. What do I do? And then, you know. We had that process like that. That's funny. What's going on, Devin? Damn, I can't shoot. Yeah, we're we're taking a random pivot into some sports talk because uh, we had some technical issues. <laughs> hey, yo. First stream went down, so we're back up now. But, yeah, we should be talking about Ben Simmons. It's the NBA 2K now. special. Um, we're talking about NBA 2K players that were once OP and now without anymore because they're dog trash. Yeah, with a fucking 48 rating now, yo. Trash. Bro, Ben so Simmons solo so bad. Welcome to the Expansion Pack podcast where we unpack not only gaming news, but a little, little bit of sports news too, you know? Talking a little bit of trash about them, them their nets. I like the nets. I just don't like Ben Simmons. <laughs> I, I actually really like that team. They just need a couple more pieces, I think, and they'll be all right. But... I'm so glad they traded, like... They got Michael Bridges or Mikael Bridges. Mikhail. I say my guy. Yes. Mikael. Well, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to say name whoever you want because I own him my fantasy team. So, like, you know. He's that don't mean you can just say no, whatever I, you want to say. I'm, I'm joking. That's a joke, guys. What kind, of, joke. what kind of Jerry Jones energy is that, bro? Get out of here. Yo. He's not. Right now, actually, if I'm being. Mikael Bridges. You know what I'm saying? He's a dog, man. I'm glad I drafted him like in fantasy and kept him because he's looking like that man. He's looking like him. Yeah, it's All pretty right, good. Let's, let's, uh, so it looks like the stream is stable for now. Um, so I hope so. For those of y'all who are here, um, this is our, our 100th episode. Thank you for watching. Thank you for joining us. Um, yeah, we're going to just keep talking about the the BS we've been talking about, really, these these last hundred <laughs> episodes. So you know, celebrating. Um, yeah, man. So what we were trying to talk about before the stream cut out initially, and I guess this might satisfy our buffer, unless you, uh, Chris, unless you got another one for us. I actually did it, so this is perfect. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So, so what Chris was saying was uh, three games in particular that we believe should be brought back from the dead. You know, remade. Re- Re, yeah, remade, not remastered. Mm-hmm. Remade, built from the ground up, um, bring it back to relevancy. So, so my three games were, and I remember this time: it's Castlevania, <laughs> <laughs> Legacy of Kane, 
and um, this game called Shadow Complex, which is kind of like a like a newer version of Contra. So I basically just say Contra. Um, but yeah, Chris, I know you had yours, and then we were gonna get to Manny. So so Chris, yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. my three were um, Splinter Cell. All- mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that a couple different times. All of them. We need Autumn Johns because it's been so long that I think uh, a good majority of them could use a touch up. And uh, yeah, I'll buy it. Shit, you give me that shit in the package. You give me that shit single. One, two, three, four, five. However, y'all got to do it. I won't even look at any of it as a cash grab. You know what I'm saying? I'm a happy fan. I'm sure we're all happy fans. We're gonna buy that shit, man. I'll buy that. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'll buy that. Splinter Cell. Splinter Cell. Uh, the first three Metal Gear Solids. We need them, Johns, for sure. Um, I was I was saying off cam, uh, I tried to go back and play part two. I can't be out here pressing no square to shoot nothing, man. That shit, that shit <laughs> not going to work for you. Yeah, man, it's too old-fashioned. Explain to y'all how stupid my hand felt doing this to shoot. It, nah, <laughs> that ain't it. Got to update that, John. And then, lastly, Max Payne. Mm. Max Payne remakes, or whenever, whatever they're going to be called, whenever it happens. Because, um, yeah, that game, it's probably super, super dated. It's not like I've tried to play it recently, but like I can just tell it's been a while. Um, and kind of had those GTA 3 graphics. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like They weren't really that nice, but it was a good game. You know? It was blocks. <laughs> Back in the days, it was him, but you know, looking like Minecraft hands. Steve back in the day. I can't see him, but yeah, yeah, the Minecraft hands for sure, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Honorable mention, Manhunt. Sorry, all right, go ahead. Oh my god, I'm surprised that wasn't the first thing you said. You've been, you've been fucking. I've been, I've been banging, banging that the one table for, for that. For yeah, man, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you're talking more like realistic stuff, you know. I know, I know. I, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um. Damn, actually, I, I I know we talked about this before, but I'm thinking about that manhood shit and like, just make it a br, just make it fucking. Mm. Oh, I'm telling you, that shit would be so lit, especially if it's all crazy like it used to be. Oh man, bro, what? I can I just think about the the shorts and the clips and the TikToks that you would see off of this game. Mad funny, cause that game. <laughs> oh please, 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 please. Sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Manny. I'm taking up your space. No, nah, it's all good. You know, I'm still like figuring out my three. Like, what is it called? I kind, I kind of know like my my three per se. Like the third one's a little like iffy, I think. But I mean, it's still kind of like a solid pick in my opinion. But like, I gotta go with my first one since we're talking about Max Payne. We gotta go with like the Walmart brand Max Payne. But I wouldn't go consider it the Walmart brand Max Payne because it was still like a fun game back when I played it. But like the original like Death to Rights game, Ooh. that game, man, that game was so like corny but so fun. <laughs> I love so I, I I would love to see that. So we get that. Let's get that Death to Rights. Um, my second game, Dino Crisis. I, I would love to see that in a modern, like Resident Evil esque remake. You know, that they're, I don't know, like, you know how Resident Evil, the remake plays. Yeah, yeah. We got Resident Evil 4 coming up soon, too. I can't wait to see how that plays. Um, 
It's the last one. The last one. Jet Set Radio. There we go. Jet Set Radio. What you mean? I, you just I, got I, it. You just got it. No, 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 no. High Five <laughs> Rush is not Jet Set Radio. <laughs> it ain't the roller skating game I want. But, you know, it gives me hope because, like, you know, that game's popular and, that, you know, the art style and all that kind of stuff. We need to see more games like that. Jet Set Radio back in the days was very unique with its art style. It was a fun, dope game with, you know, the rollerblading around, spray paint, all that fun stuff. Bring that back. Word. You think they I, would I, like I, they would really lean into the the tricks aspect of it if they if they like went back and did the jet set radio thing like because what there was a lot of the graffiti stuff in there too right if I remember that yeah correctly. like I wanted to be like a I basically just wanted to make like a, a Tony Hawk style like roller skating game like where you're doing crazy yeah shit That'd I remember playing a rollerblading game man like there was this. I forgot what it's called. I don't know if it was like inline skate. I don't know. It was something like that. It was like a rollerblading Tony Hawk style game. And I remember playing that as a kid. And it was, that was a fun game, too. I'm not going to lie. There's not too many rollerblading out there. So, y'all didn't like the Matt Hoffman game? Next ones? Hey, I, I played a couple Matt Hoffmans. Bro. Yeah. They were straight. I, I, it's a lot. I don't know why. I really, really rocked with those. But the problem is, is like, you know. Those games came out because Tony Hawk was successful. You know, they they tried to capitalize on it. Wasn't but, it made by the same people? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, like NeverSoft, I think. Yeah, so. yeah. So yeah, Activision NeverSoft. Yeah, I mean, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Maybe if this Microsoft Activision deal goes down, we might see some more. We not getting no Matt Hawk. I'm a, I'm a, I let's, just, let's just get that out the way now. <laughs> Yeah, that, that's, that's that's such a like niche thing. Video games cost way too much money now for you to make that what maybe a million dollars? Nah, bro. Closest we'll get to that is Riders Republic, dog. Yeah, Riders Republic. Yo, Riders Republic. That game is fun to play, but like, it is fun. But see, even that's a that's a testament to what I'm saying, right? Riders Republic, actually a good game, right? Way more stuff to do in it than like just a BMX game, and it's um, it's kind of a flop, right? Like. I don't hear anybody play it. I don't hear anybody talk about it. Ubisoft ain't really touting it like that. Yeah, it's a flop. So we, I don't know. We, we won't get those types of things. I feel like it's just Tony Hawk and Skate. Those are the only two games of that ilk that can exist right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. Unless you create something like completely like crazy, wacky. I mean, if they I, give us a proper RPG. I think that would go over, but they never do that. I don't even Ever. know how. I don't. Even, I wouldn't even know what that would look like in a sports game. Well, like that specifically, like with the the um the skateboarding and all that type of shit. I mean, I think you know you create a character, you have them living in some city, and you kind of do it like my player mode almost in a sense. But instead of basketball, you're going around the city doing skateboard shit. You know what I mean? Like I think that could work decently if the story's good enough. I feel like you know, but I feel like that's only a thing that can work in those those two games I mentioned, like a Tony Hawk or a skate. Like oh yeah, it, yeah. It, it, like, mm-hmm. like you can't be a newcomer out here doing that. Like I don't I just don't think it works. Like there's been a couple random skateboarder games and snowboarding games like uh what skate bird there was that other snowboarding game that came out on game pass some that's the fail off right why you name your game skate bird right i mean you gotta have you gotta have a thing right but like those are like you gotta have a thing skating as a bird people like animals you know honestly i think they probably should have went with the cat angle because you know people (laughs) love cats 
I mean, shoot, if Stray can get conversations for game of the year, then I guess maybe you can, you know, make a good skate or a successful skating game off of you skating as a cat. I don't know. Telling you, I don't know how Stray did that shit, man. I really don't. But I don't want to get crucified out here. Sorry in advance, because I know some cat lovers out there that ain't trying to hear that shit. Nah, I, you you can come for me. That that's. <laughs> I don't care. I don't get it, Nobody but you know, got, yeah, yeah. I got we got two friends. I I hope they watch it because you you know who <laughs> I'm talking about. Y'all was over here banging the drum for for some stray. Get out of here, man. Game get the, the hell out of here. Anyways, pivoting uh to to some other stuff here. I mean, the the main two things we really want to talk about this episode are um, the big Starfield announcement that happened today. And then I'll also talk a little bit about the uh, the Activision Blizzard stuff that's been creeping up. But I want to kind of get into something that we haven't done in a while, largely because it's almost always the same answer. But, you know, we, we literally haven't talked about it in forever. So I just wanted to go around a little bit and talk about what each of us are playing. Manny, I pretty much know what you're playing because it's the same thing I'm playing. Chris, I know what you're playing, but I don't fully know what you feel about it. So talk to me a little bit, man. What's, what's going on with uh, Destiny? Um... Yeah, I think I've been splitting my time between that and Hogwarts. Um, uh, so, all right. A person like me who's pretty much like a fiend for the game almost in a sense, I'm going to play it, I'm going to buy it, I'm going to probably find things that I like, right? Ooh, that's a bad start. I'm sorry. No, but you, you, you knew this was coming, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm... Come on, I bro. know, but it's a bad start because, because right. the way you said it was like, it's you an obligation. I'm obligated to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, I'm I'm gonna buy this shit because I'm me. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's that's how that works. But you know, I think the biggest thing that they kind of flopped on a little bit is some of the dialogue choices and things like that in the storyline. And another thing that fucks it up is that it's 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 held in its regard to the previous DLC, which was the Witch Queen. That shit got rave reviews everywhere, and it was a very well done. The story mm-hmm. was well done. It moved along everybody's uh, character arcs in some ways. I thought it was a good good little DLC. It was straight. And then we got this, and it's been... A lot of this shit is cool. Uh, the Strand Super shit, that shit is actually a cool subclass. It's very... Uh, High risk, high reward, I would say. Like, it's... Or not... I shouldn't say that. It's uh, got a skill ceiling. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you actually get good at it, mm-hmm. you're going to be nasty in the Crucible. Because you're literally just flying around. Especially them fucking hunters, man. Them motherfuckers, man. They literally are in there like Spider-Man in the, in the Crucible right now. Let me ask you a question, though. <clears throat> Let me ask you a question. Has yeah. anything changed about Crucible? Anything at all? Um. Well, they reverted a lot of changes that they actually made in the past. So that's not the biggest thing. So, But they did do that. So um obviously like the, the, it's even more like it was than it ever sorry go ahead keep going no, no but not in a bad way though i think these changes that they reverted because they didn't need to make them in the beginning like why did you nerf sliding with a shotgun you know what i'm saying like you didn't need to do that mm. so mm-hmm. shit away um that's good a lot of quality of life stuff right so like they gave us loadouts finally god bless you know what i'm saying like we finally can save a loadout in Destiny for whatever activity you're doing, and you can pick it on the fly. It's fucking amazing. You can do it in-game now. It's great. Um, the mod system now is also 
far simplified and it's much better. I think they've done a good job of making that in a sense where like it's more RPG-ish. Like you can really make a good build now and then save it and not have to worry about any of that bullshit later on. Like I, it saves you so much time of being able to do the loadout, man. And they give you 10 slots to uh, save different uh, things that you come up with. Um, I'm, I'm surprised you even gave me that much as being new, but I'm assuming no yeah. new modes, no new... Um, no new modes. The new raid is coming out soon, I think this weekend. Um, I can't wait to watch the world's first on that, though, because I hear this shit is going to be intense. Um, yeah, but not a lot in terms of, like, a new game mode or new kind of weapon or anything like that. They're relying a lot on the story and whatever they give you with the strand stuff and the quality of life changes. I need, I need Destiny 3. I need Destiny 3. It's fine. <clears throat> I, I'm ready for it. There's, uh, there's a lot of little stupid limitations, I guess, in their framework that they could, I think, just get around if they just made a new game. It's just, um, I just feel like they lost, like, for me, they lost what makes it interesting, and like, there's nothing, like, you're relying on, like, what, a, how old is this game at this point? Six years? Five years? It's like, like seven to eight, I want to say, this at this point. Yeah, you're relying on, while. like, the same mechanics that worked in a seven-year-old game, and, like, everything's changed you know like i don't know it's just it's it's boring now mm-hmm. unfortunately i, I, I will add a new mode at some point my damn self because like i remember i told you my idea for the br and i was like yeah. if they put some shit like this in this game it's crack all of a sudden all over again this shit is crack i don't think that they focus on those things man unfortunately uh i couldn't even really tell you what their focus is right now but the story it's itself that's what their focus is it's, i'm telling you it's a new true. game matter i know they probably put mad energy into that or whatever playstation wants them to kind of come up with or whatever but like the story is crazy like whenever they do this tv show man this shit's gonna be epic because they set up the witness almost like thanos in a sense you know what i'm saying like this dude popped up and the traveler tried to leave bro <laughs> <laughs> didn't he try to leave you know, before no not not leave the humans it left um, the Fallen a long time ago. That's why they ended up being called Fallen because their real name yeah. was the Elixirs or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. But it tried to dip uh, at the end of the season, and the uh, the witness popped out of nowhere and cut it off. And then there was like a little standoff in the middle of space, and like all that stuff. The the theatrical shit is really really good right now, but it needs a little bit more meat and a little bit more potatoes. Pause. You know what I'm saying? That's unfortunate, man. Because I, I really used to love logging on daily, and this now it's just, meh. Meh. But, yeah, yeah. all right. Well, I mean, that's that's Destiny. Manny. Yeah. What have you been playing? Talk to me. Before before I talk about what I've been playing, can we talk about how Devin trying to get at Chris right now in the chat? Well, he's probably said that like five minutes ago, but you said you got the peanut butter and jelly fitted on right now. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I didn't know he was. I didn't take it as him trying to get at him, but hey, not like trying to get at him. But you know, I just want to stop the shot. I said that shit smooth. My boy, my boy, Chris. Man. Ball. Respect the fit. Yeah, respect the fit. <laughs> yeah, I, but like me personally, I'm more of like that chunky peanut butter guy. You know, I'm a chunky man myself. But let's not get you know carried away here and then also later talking about the tmnt on call of duty crossover yeah we, we got you on call of duty a little bit later Orlando. don't worry don't worry yeah, you know, don't we, we get worry. you you're, you're, you're fixing a call of duty we're gonna talk about it a little bit later so but sit tight 
you know, since we're talking about games that have been playing lately, you already know, thanks to a current service that is uh, pretty great value-wise, if you're looking to play some games for the price of like $10 to $15 a month, uh, we're talking about Wulong Shlong Dynasty. <laughs> that game right there is popping, if you ask me. I, uh, you know, I played like, my my share full of like Neo or I, I don't know how you pronounce it. I'm just saying Neo. It is Neo. Yeah. Uh, game called? Wulong. Wulong. Oh. Man said <laughs> okay. some wild got... stuff. Make sure I heard that correct. You know what I'm saying? Wulong Fallen <laughs> Dynasty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heard with the Wulong Shlong Dong. It's basically like if, I don't know if you ever heard of like Neo though, Chris or you know, anybody watching, but like it's, we'll just call it like a Souls like game. The game's actually not bad. I'm having fun with it, getting my ass whooped constantly, but you know, that's the point of it. You know, it's like the definition of insanity, as my boy Voss once said. You know, you're just doing the same thing, it. expecting different uh, outcomes, and you know, just keep getting my ass whooped every time instead of grinding to get my level up. It's fun. It's a kiss, man. Good God. Bro, it's. It's uh it's it's not it's not as hard as Elden Ring. And I keep saying that because in my mind I really do remember Elden Ring giving me fits. But today <laughs> in particular, man, there was a couple bosses where I was really like I had to, I had to, go, I had to go take a walk. Oh, I had to go take a walk. I don't see like me personally, like I've I've gotten to like the later parts. I don't know what part you on exactly, but like what well, did you fight Lu Bu yet? Like don't ask me no names. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't this, remember. This is one, this no is one of those names. games that, like, you could just, like, kick aside the story and you still, you're just going to have fun because the yeah. gameplay is actually pretty fun. Question. Mm-hmm. This, is this made by the same people who did the Dynasty Warriors and all that? I don't... It's made by Team Ninja. I don't... There's a in that game called Lubu, too. That's why I was like, huh? Yeah, it's, it's made by Team Ninja. Same people who made Ninja Gaiden and a couple other games. I don't think they yeah, did yeah. Um, Dynasty okay. Warriors, but... I don't think so. Too. I feel like Dynasty Warriors is made by like I, I don't know. I, I get mixed up, but but, but Ninja, yeah, Ninja Gaiden and Neo are like the two main games that, that yeah Ninja yeah, Team Ninja yeah. yeah shout Bro, out like, shout out Carbon. Carbon was talking about Neo. I mean, yeah, this game is hard. So dude, like fucking, I, he was whooping my ass for like at least like six hours. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was just sitting there fucking going in, just like. Just hoping I'm just gonna whoop his ass, but I'm getting my ass whooped. And then, was it last night or like two nights ago? It was another boss that like I was fighting, and like it was always like he would whoop my ass in the beginning, but then like you know I'm just like hitting combos, learning his moves, and then like in the end, like when I'm only like a hit or two away, like you just hit me with like that cheese, and I'm just like crying. And they be going like Super Saiyan in the, the final like hits. They just start freaking out Bro, and keep doing their unbreakable bitch. moves. And it's like, I can't keep up with all these deflects. Like, I got to be mashing a B button at the right times. And ah, I can't. And bro. they be getting me tight, too, because they be doing, like, unpredictable-ass shit. Because, like, in the beginning, they be like, you know, one, two, one, two. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's kind of predictable. But then it's like, dude just come out with, like, okay, you want to be like that? I got you. Boom, 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 boom. And then, like, you got to, like, perfectly deflect all those moves at the same time. You're out here bashing the B button. And if you don't time it right, you're just going to get your ass whooped. So, like, it is, con- it is like, the best feeling, though, when you do, like, deflections, perfect timing a lot, especially on those moves. There ain't nothing better than when you get the when you get the deflections right. Like, 
Mm-hmm. I, I freak, there's certain enemies where like they literally will hit you. Like um, there was this. There's the first one that I can think of off the top of my head is there's this bear looking thing that like swings at you like five times in a row. <laughs> Getting the mm-hmm. the deflex right and then just like fucking them up afterwards. Oh, yeah, man, so satisfying. And then they have like these special moves they call them martial arts, <clears throat> depending on the weapon that you're using. And so like if you get a, a proper deflect, so I'm I'm using these two dual blades. And one of my special moves is like he does a sidestep and then he just starts like going in with these like spin attacks. So it kind of yeah. acts as like a dodge for me. So, bro, getting the timing right on that, ah, uh, it's mm, it feels so good, bro. It's I it's agree. So, there's there there are a few things as good as that in gaming. And I think like I never really realized it. <clears throat> like obviously I, you know, it's no secret, like I'm my love for Elden Ring in the past year. But um, the 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 genre, like all those Soulsborne type of games, like I you know I played a couple, but I never really dove into it as deeply as I dove into Elden Ring. And now I'm starting to realize that yo, this might be like one of my favorite genres in gaming mm-hmm. because it's just like there's a lot of pain involved in playing the game, but like it's just like so that. satisfying when you just fuck shit up, bro. Because like it's like super hard, and I mean honestly, that's like a, a large part of why most of us love gaming, right? Like it's a, you know there's challenges, you overcome the challenges. Like there's that um, that dopamine rush of like you know like getting getting through like hard things and like you know achieving them or whatever. But for this game, it's I don't know games like this. It just feels different, like beating a boss that like you fucking sat there and spent like three hours trying to beat and just whooping his ass, and you like walk over his dead body and like yeah, bitch, like. Ah, it feels good. Feels Drop good. a bag or two, maybe. If I could see bag in the game, I would. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It's fun, like you just learning the bosses combos that's been kicking your ass, and then like when you just have everything down like to the fine line, just hitting all the perfect parries and stuff like that, and then like yeah, bitch, I'm the boss. Like that's that's the best feeling. Get where y'all are coming. Even though I don't play those games like how y'all play, but. That satisfaction thing y'all are talking about, it's not the same, but whenever I used to play Monster Hunter, I kind of get that same satisfaction from, like, because you have to, like, learn each monster and, like, their attack pattern. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And they're going to fly, when they're going to land, when they're going to do all this dumb shit. And then to, like, to best it sometimes, it's like, yo, we did that shit, bro. Especially if you do it solo. Shit's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nah. I feel y'all. I feel y'all. But uh, the other the other game that I'm I've been playing in addition to um, obviously Wulong is still Hogwarts. Uh, so Devin actually posed the question: How far along you guys are in the game? I haven't beaten it yet. Um, I want to say I'm like level twenty or something like that. I'm taking my time. I'm like same, very, yeah. very slow with this game. Savoring this shit. Savoring it because it's a lot of fun. Uh, but at the same time, like, there's only so much of it that I personally want to, like, push. I don't, I don't want to, like, push through to the end and, like, it be over and I'm, like, kind of sad about it. You know, like, I, I really enjoy the game. Um, yeah, I'm just taking my time with it. Man, you still haven't gotten it, huh? No, I think, you know, since we were basically a month out, I think I'm going to just <laughs> wait for the sale. It's not that, like... You know, I, I'm glad that everybody's enjoying the game. It's just that Harry Potter as a franchise itself hasn't, like, really caught my attention, uh, you know, personally. Like, not it's not just with the Harry Potter, because, like, obviously Hogwarts isn't about, you know, those stories. But this is more of, like, I'm I not a big, world. like, a yeah. wizard, like... 
You know what I'm saying? So what? That's that more, is not how this game works. Long then. <laughs> well, oh man, boy, I think um level, uh, I think sixteen. I want to say sixteen or seventeen, one of the two. I just got my um my talent tiers upgraded. You know, like how you go to uh, tier two and then tier three or whatever. Mm. Two now, and I just got some new spells. No shame, but I'm I'm definitely doing what you're doing. I'm 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 taking my time with this shit just because it's playing out for me like a, a alternate movie almost. Like so, you have the Harry Potter films, you got the Fantastic Beast films, and then you got mm-hmm. this movie game film thing. <laughs> yeah, it's playing out well. You know what I mean? Like it fits right in with all the other uh, IPs and shit that they got going on. It's fun. It's fun. I I, I enjoy it. There's so many nooks and crannies that I have not, like, unturned yet. I see the puzzles everywhere, but I don't know how to do them yet, and I refuse to uh, go on Google right now and try to figure them out that way. I I, I got to at least try to figure some of these shits out. Like, for example, you know how they got that, um, like, that door thing that's in the uh, school everywhere, and it, it has, like, different, um circles and like a triangle formation with like animals or something like i, I don't know what the fuck that puzzle is yet I figured it out so but uh i'll tell you like just <laughs> real quick there's a key to it there's like a a key there's like yeah it's like if if you explore enough you'll get like if you know <sighs> put it to you like this each symbol has a, a something attached to it so like if you look around mm. enough you'll find like a basically like the key that you need to figure out the puzzle so it's not something you're just gonna like stumble through necessarily you have to like find a particular thing and then you'll be able to kind of unlock them all so why do they have those like spinning disc things that are near those doors that you have to like hit and it gives you a different symbol on each one so when i say a key i mean like um like a legend like like it'll tell you like okay this uh okay i mean i guess you you could kind of figure it out because i i was like kind of when i when i eventually got the the legend like i was like oh i was just like if i just flipped my thought process a little bit i would have just figured it out on my own but yeah. basically there's a piece of paper you got to find piece of paper kind of gives you the key to the whole thing so Word. but i was i was stuck on one of those doors for a minute bro i was like this is this is fucking annoying. Like I'm like, yo, like this should mean one, this should mean two, so on and so forth. And I did the whole the whole math out of my brain, and then like I, I was like, fuck it, you know. And I went to go find another door, and I got pissed off. And then I I just I turned the corner, and I just happened to see like the piece of paper like on a on a ledge next to that another door. And then after that, I just yeah. went back and started doing the rest of them. So stuff like that's dope. <clears throat> and like the other cool thing, like you mentioned, like um. <laughs> Like there's like a whole side of TikTok about this game. It's like it's wild. Yeah, like, yeah. Shit that's going. Some of the stuff is really funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, pe- people are like getting real creative with this game. But um, like I, I, somebody found like this secret section. Like you had to go up on your broom and in this tower or whatever. And I'm like, bro, like I don't know. It's just the, the fact that even after X amount of hours of playing this game, right? Like there's still all this random stuff that I've never, I, I mm-hmm. haven't seen. Like you know, when I go outside of Hogwarts itself and I'm just in the, the main map like flying around in like parts of the world that I've never even set foot on literally like I just fly over every time or fast travel from point A to point B like the game is really immense like I I have to tip my hat to them like I wouldn't expect them to get that in depth with the game um, 
but yeah, it's like one of the few licensed, uh, you know, like going from <clears throat> a, a movie to a video game. Like it's done very well. So I, I tip my hat to mm. it for sure. For sure. Yeah, especially since their last game was Cars. <laughs> That's so random too. Like people always mention that, <clears throat> but uh, in, no, it, it, it's, it's, it's a, a minute fact. ago too. It's like years yeah. ago. Like what were they? They've clearly uh, grown since then for sure in some mm-hmm. way. This, this shit. It's if it's not at least nominated for Game of the Year at the end of the year. Oh, I'm sure. Well, problem definitely. It, I'm sure it definitely be, unless like Jeff Keeley don't want to like tip his toe into that like whole little controversy of, you know. I think it that. depends on the game. The well, rest I mean, of the I, games I, that come out this year. I think that's more what it boils down to. Because, I mean, also when we talk about Game of the Year, Game of the Year is like a very. Like, there are a number of other publications that could nominate it or talk about it as far as Game of the Year. But I think at the end of the day, it boils down to what other games come out. Because right now, it's in that category. But, you know, like, next game we're going to talk about... Stack. Yeah, next game we're going to talk about is def- will very likely be in that category, too. We got Spider-Man. We got, you know, like, there's there's a couple of things coming. So, you never know. Um, but with that being said, pivoting over to the next topic here. We got... Uh, we, we finally... Finally, got a release date and a new trailer for Starfield. Um, Microsoft and Bethesda have been, you know, uh, holding out on us, for lack of a better term. Like, we we know the game is supposed to come out November of last year. Um, it got delayed. And they supposedly said it was supposed to be coming out uh, the first half of this year. And your boy right here was was very, very convinced that they were going to hold true to that um, to the point where they even had put out like a support article, I want to say in January, mentioning that the game was still on track to come out the first half of the year. Um, and then lo and behold, today we get an announcement. It's uh, officially coming September 6th of this year. And not only that, but we're also going to be getting a whole Starfield Direct um, like showcase on June 11th, apparently right after the Microsoft uh, showcase. So at least we know we're going to be getting that showcase too. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, obviously very excited for this game. But goddamn, I am like super annoyed at the fact that it got it got pushed to September again. And like, I just I feel like they knew that they were going to push it to September. So why not just be more forthcoming about it sooner? That shit like irks me. Really irks me. Um I don't know, what do you guys think? Uh Manny, I'll start with you on this one. So like it is kind of disappointing, you know, like we've seen a lot of it last year's showcase, we've seen like a little gameplay like bits of it. And you know, I, I believe in a showcase they said everything you see will happen with you know, all, we'll all come out within a year span. Last time I checked, you know, I count the months. In September it doesn't add up to a year, you know. So I'm kind of disappointed in that aspect because like we're pretty dry on the Microsoft side. We haven't really got any bangers when it comes to like their own first party exclusive, except for like High Fight Rush recently was a pretty good you know shadow drop that we got. But you know, in the end, it's like we're expecting these games to come out. We still don't even have a release date for Forza, but that's a whole different thing. You know, that's we're, we're talking about Starfield right now. But I was, you know, like I was, you know, saying in like what we were texting the group chat earlier, just like talking about this whole thing. I feel like it makes sense because Redfall is coming out in May. If you were to try to release this like within, you know, like April, May or June, then you know that can potentially take away all the hype from Redfall and lead that game to die per se. You know, like at least Redfall can take over 
from May to the summer, you know, if they are pretty, um, you know, consistent with the content and updating the game and stuff like that. So we're hoping that at least Redfall will hold us over. We're still waiting, you know, on the Forza stuff, but yeah. I, I'm just ex- I'm excited to see what we have here for Red, oh, not Redfall, Starfield. Um, to see what the showcase about, how long it's going to be, like what they have, you know, to explain to us why it took so long and all that kind of stuff. But I mean, in the end, it did look pretty good when the the trailer they gave us, how like Todd Howard was talking, they had a little gameplay in the background, and you know the game looks pretty good. So, at least you know, I mean, who knows? That could be like on a high end forty ninety PC, but You're right. You're right. But it it looks smooth. It looks smoother than the gameplay that we saw at E three last year, right? Like to the point where people were like, you know, pixel peeping on that that old footage, and they were like, it looks like the game's running at thirty frames. Mm-hmm. And those same people pixel peeping now, and they're like, okay, this looks like it's actually running at sixty. So, you know. <clears throat> a little different um, reception, at least around the gameplay footage that we're seeing. But I also remind myself, like we literally don't know anything about this game still, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like they they gave us, you know, we've had multiple trailers. They have like um, these like quarterly uh, little documentaries or whatever. We still don't know jack shit about this game. And, you know, I, th- I think a lot of us have made some assumptions because, you know, we played Fallout, we played Skyrim, whatever. Um, we know the pedigree of the studio, you know, even even some of the clips of things that we've seen, like we can kind of deduce. But at the end of the day, we don't know anything about this game. And there's a reason why this game's taking so long. It's it's the first IP, that Bethes- first brand new IP Bethesda's had in years. You know, Todd Howard, like he's he's a pretty legendary game designer, like him him making something new is exciting right like him him making mm-hmm. something new from the ground up and i think there's a lot of wrinkles that we will probably have never seen before in games you know and and i'm excited to explore a lot of that stuff i do think it's going to be it's it's obviously going to be be a big deal regardless if the game is successful or or not or i let me let me rephrase that whether it's good or not it's going mm-hmm. to be a big deal just because a lot of people you know, have reported that this this game is like part of the reason why part of the reason why Microsoft went ahead and bought Bethesda. Obviously, there's way more to it than that, but you know, like I I think this this is gonna be one that we'll be talking about for a couple years. You know, I mean, if if uh, if Bethesda can go ahead and make Skyrim have that game literally be like a ten year game where we're getting like all different types of versions of it down to the point where like people were playing it off of a smart speaker, like stupid stuff mm-hmm. like that. You know, like you you hit that level of um recognition and that 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 level of what's what's the word i'm looking for reverence um mm-hmm. anything anything you do is going to get scrutinized and looked at through like a you know pick through like a fine tooth comb like it's it's just that's what you're going to expect from Bethesda game and something that Todd Howard has his name on so um yeah i'm excited for starfield but chris mm-hmm. i know you've had you said a couple different things in our chat today so you know i want to yeah want to hear what you're um, thinking about it yeah, of course, you know, disappointment again because it's being pushed back, but also, you know, Manny made a good point about the fact that, you know, the timeline releases probably has a lot to do with that, uh, or timeline of release. Um, I will also have to throw in there, man, this this better be the last pushback. Mm-hmm. It's getting annoying. At some point, it's like, if you don't feel confident and it's not going to be ready or whatever, then just say that. I respect that a lot more, and it doesn't make me get all that, you know, excited and shit for the game, and then it doesn't come out. Because um, I, I don't like going up and down in my incitement for a game, because eventually that shit's just going to stay at one level, and then that's not 
mm-hmm. you know. Um, however, yeah, I'm still definitely here for it, though, for sure. I, I hope that, you know, it comes out when it's supposed to, and I agree. I think they're going to try a lot of new things with this game. You know, they again, they said they built the engine from the ground up, and this is probably going to be the same engine that they're going to build the new Skyrim and the new, or the new Skyrim, or the new Elder Scrolls and the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That stuff on. So I think they're trying to make sure that this stuff is right for the future as well. I think another big thing here with all the, the pushback and um, correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't know if I got this detail correct, but they said that in terms of the planets in the game, it's almost like a generator that just keeps generating almost an infinite amount of planets, almost kind of like uh, No Man's no Sky, Man's right? Yeah, literally, literally like No Man's Sky. Um, now, knowing Bethesda, right, we know that they, they be, you know, little buggy, right? Mm-hmm. In hell, <laughs> I don't care how much playtesting they do. Ain't no way in hell that we not getting a game that got a shit ton of bugs in it when it comes. Mm-hmm. That's how Bethesda games are. But like, I, I don't expect a um, a cyberpunk type of situation. But I think they're just trying to really iron out all this stuff to make sure that this game doesn't come out with any kind of negative. Yeah, I, you know that is in my eyes. That is exactly why we're getting this game in September. That is yeah. exactly it. Because looking, and obviously, you know, he was playing a vertical slice, whatever. But, like, the game that we saw behind Todd Howard when he was talking, that looks like a pretty finished game to me. And I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if Microsoft was holding it back on purpose to say, all right, let's 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 iron out every single goddamn bug. Yeah. Let's make sure that we're not leaving anything on the cutting room floor. Um, you know, like, it, it just, at, at this point, a company like Bethesda now being a part of Microsoft, it's not like you're you're like hurting to meet some fiscal deadline or something like that, right? Like mm-hmm. that's because that's a lot of times. Let's be real. That's a lot of times what's happening when some of these games come out is you know they're they're beholden to shareholders. Those shareholders only care about money, and you know they're racing to get a game out so that they can get whatever revenue from it. Microsoft's not in that situation, right? Like yeah. they can they can sit on whatever game they want to sit on for as long as they need to and mm-hmm. you know make sure that it's right. Now have they done that in the past? Not necessarily. But, you know, we know that from a financial perspective like Microsoft's not hurting for money in in any way shape or form. Um so, you know, they're not in a rush to push this game out just to you know, just as a cash grab. So, I do think that's yeah. what's happening in this moment. Um and I think that, you know, Todd Howard and and Pete Hines and the guys over there at Bethesda understand that they're not, you know, beholden to shareholders in that way right now so they're taking as much time as they can and i think this this will be one of the f- i I'm, I'm really hoping this is like one of the first few games that you could say like you know this isn't a, a buggy bethesda game this is like completely polished you know I, it's inevitable that there'll be some bugs right like mm-hmm. uh, obviously but you know t- for it to be as polished as it possibly can be i think the the, the only game i can think of in recent memory and i, I know i'm always talking about this game at this point but the only game i can think of in recent memory that i didn't have many bugs with was elden ring right like that game came and it was completely finished from like from top to bottom you know there's a couple patches to to change certain things with balancing and so on and so forth but i don't remember there being any issues with that game except for maybe the first day when we were all trying to join each other (laughs) oh that was the worst yeah like but but like that was more of a server issue as opposed to like bugs you know so i'm hoping that we get to that point with starfield but at the end of the day you know 
what I, what I really want to know about because that you know I'm I'm over at this point I'm over the fact that it got pushed back. I'm just like just get it to me when you need to get it to me because like we said, we don't want a cyberpunk situation. We don't want another buggy game. Um, but I just want to know what's gonna be different about this. What's gonna be new? Like, mm. are they are they gonna hit us over the head with multiplayer out of nowhere? You know, like that that would be kind of interesting. I mean, it it also like cause me to worry because I would think that there might be even True. more bugs because there's there's multiplayer but um but still it'd be cool to you know like explore the galaxy with my friends and shit like that you know in a similar way to people what people have been doing with No Man's Sky I'm just I'm just curious what's gonna set this game apart like I'm I want to see what I have a right guess now. I think one of my guesses I would say um or I guess wishes <laughs> hoping that the flight mechanic for when you're flying your ship from place to place is like the equivalent to what like Anthem had for like the suits, meaning like they've just ironed this shit out so well that it just feels great when you're doing it. I don't know about you all, but a lot of times I'm playing a lot of these games where like they give you that option to be able to fly between planets or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> rare that it feels good. It's very rare that it feels natural. Um, they don't get the haptics right on none of that shit right ever. Mm. Um, like <laughs> stuff like that needs to be done very very well. When your ship hits debris, all that kind of bullshit takes a, a, a hit from another ship. When you lose a piece of the ship in a fight, like all that stuff, like I feel like matters. Um, or this maybe this is an easy way to, to, to digest it. Yeah, <laughs> Forza put a lot of work into the details of everything around the car. I kind of need the flight mechanics to almost be like that. Because to me, if they do pull that off, no other game has close to that. Yeah. In my opinion, I have never played a game, even the uh, Squadrons game, the Star Wars one. Mm-hmm. Like, feel good. It doesn't. Ah, uh, it, it. I don't. Know. I wasn't really a big fan of how they did that one either. Mm. So, I don't. Really I think they have that. a lot of opportunity to take some of the things that we've had in the past and just like turn them on their head and kind of like run with them. I really, really feel like that, especially if they want you to spend so much time going between planets. Like, please yeah. give me a smooth experience with that. Like, I don't want no bull. Mm. Please. I mean, I will say, I I actually thought the the flight mechanics in No Man's Sky were good, but not like like what you're saying, like immersive. I'm feeling the my controller rumbling because yeah, the ship yeah. is rumbling and like the audio. Like, <clears throat> I mean, it's just not that game. It's not it's not built to be that kind of game. So you know, yeah. that wasn't my expectation. But the flight mechanics itself were were pretty good. So, I mean, I. If if they're using that as a baseline, which I guess at some level they probably should be, if they also have like yeah. the you know the the um, the procedurally generated worlds and whatnot in the same way that No Man's Sky has that, but I don't know. I guess I mean I guess obviously we'll see. I, I don't. I I really honestly I wasn't even thinking about the flight mechanics thing because mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real with you. I'm probably gonna be fast traveling damn near everywhere. <laughs> enough i'm definitely trying to fly a lot like that's what i'm saying yeah, they yeah, get yeah. it right then problem doing that shit if it's lit and yeah. it feels good to that like do so like you know like how in forza i was saying way back that like it's the kind of game where like if you don't really want to play a game that has a lot of pressure you can literally play forza and it's like like leisure game to not have to think you can just drive around and have a mm-hmm. so yeah i hope that it's kind of like that like you know you could just have a decent time flying around in space they said that you're going to be able to fight other ships and board other ships and do all other kind of shit like if you're going to give us all of that make this immersive as hell man 
Make it, would, make it. Oh, one, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say one thing I think would be really cool. I don't think this is where they're going with this bit because I feel like they're, they're like creating a specific narrative. So I, I it's just a thought <laughs> or maybe something they can add on in the future. But imagine like, uh, I guess for lack of a better term, like an MMO where, okay, more specifically, it functions like Sea of Thieves where, you know, you're like, in in the world with other people you don't necessarily you know you run into them whenever you run into them but like there are situations where if somebody like parks their ship on a planet you can go on the planet too and like steal their ship and steal all the shit that they had in the ship like i I don't know i think that would be cool like a like a space sized sea of thieves i don't even know it like leave me alone nah nah because 76 isn't like I don't know. Like, there's there's just a different mechanic to Sea of Thieves and like having to be on the lookout for people coming and like stealing your shit, <laughs> like mm-hmm. off your boat. Have you played Sea of Thieves? Uh, I've had it downloaded a couple times, but I really don't think I've ever like played it. I'd encourage you to try it because it's it's actually pretty lit. But uh, like there there are some moments where like you'll you'll be out on a mission or trying to like find treasure or whatever. And then all of a sudden you'll go back to your boat and you notice it's sinking and you're like, what the fuck? Why is why is, like why is it sinking? You'll you'll like you know you'll take care of it. You'll look around and you're like, oh, like my treasure's gone. And then then all of a sudden you see like somebody like sailing away in another ship. Like it's it's I don't know. Like that stuff's cool, but also like yeah. kind of anger inducing at the same time because then you're like trying to go chase them down, get your ship back, and, and that probably, usually doesn't go very well because you know you have so much shit that you have to do before you can start sailing away. But still, it's just like that mechanic in a game like that is what makes Sea of Thieves interesting and unique. And then, they, you know, they have all their story content, or whatever. But imagine something like that in space. Like that adds such a different element. And like, the, like you know, you, you get back on your ship and you're like, yo, where the fuck are all my weapons? And then all of a sudden you hear like this other ship just like charge up and it's like taking off. And then boom, like just jumps into slip, slip space or whatever. And like now you have to yeah. try to figure out where they are to get your ship back. Just a just a cool idea. I don't think that's gonna yeah, be yeah. Start no, for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah. That would be too much because I feel like you know they try to add something like that. It's gonna come out in another five years. I know. I absolutely agree with you. That's <laughs> how I'm like I I know it's not gonna happen, and I feel like the the MMO slash multiplayer stuff, unless it's something that they've been building from day one, like it, yeah. and that's and that's the secrecy of this all is like it actually is way more immense than we think it is, and. Mm-hmm. so on and so forth but i mean obviously you know june 11th we'll we'll see what's going down i'm also excited at the fact that like it's it's its own so like we have the xbox and bethesda showcase right that's going to be happening before the starfield direct so like there's going to be a ton of other games that they got to show up but they're actually dedicating like i'm assuming what will probably end up being like what an hour 90 mm-hmm. minutes <clears throat> sorry to like completely talk about the game and i'm assuming it's just going to be todd howard in camera doing his thing like basically yeah. what he does best because he's like probably one of the best games presenters in the business um the way he's presented like skyrim and fallout and so on and so forth in the past so i'm excited to see that shit man it's gonna be dope yeah man. but pivoting to our last topic last thing we're gonna talk about here um because we're almost approaching an hour so thank you guys for who, those of y'all who are still with us thank you for for watching of course thanks thank y'all you, uh, celebrate this 100th episode and talk about you know the shit we like to talk about so <laughs> We got some more news on this uh, Microsoft, you know, <clears throat> purchase of Activision. A lot of, a lot of fucking drama has happened since mm-hmm. 
It's crazy, bro. They announced this shit over a year ago. Over mm-hmm. a year ago that they were about to buy this company. And, like, it, it still hasn't happened yet. Fucking, yeah, a lot of roadblocks. I mean, they aren't actually roadblocks because I, I think from day one they said that it was supposed to close. I forgot what the what their terminology was, but it basically equates to around June of this year. So yeah. like they are still kind of on track for that, but it's just like all the bullshit that's been happening in between mm-hmm. is wild. So mm-hmm. to, to kind of reiterate, from, uh, I want to say what this happened like two weeks ago. So, you know, for those of you who don't know, obviously Microsoft is trying to buy Activision. Um, so, you know, they would, they would be the owners of Call of Duty. And, you know, a lot of people feel however they feel about it. We've talked about it before on here, you know, plenty of different times, plenty of different ways. But um, within the, the, the course of time that we've talked about it, a lot has happened. Like uh, the FTC is is suing Microsoft for, for trying to buy this. And like that whole process is stupid and a complete hot mess. Um, <clears throat> but in the process of that, Microsoft has, has come out and said that they've offered uh, Nintendo a 10-year deal for Call of Duty. So like 10-year um, day and date release of Call of Duty. Um, it's also going to be on NVIDIA's streaming platform, day and date for 10 years. And they've offered that same deal to, oh, well, Steam also as well. But they've also offered that same deal to Sony. And we've been getting, like, way more news, like, literally today about that deal in particular. So, <clears throat> so again, day and date, the game will release on PlayStation uh, for the next 10 years. And apparently, today, we learned that it, the deal also includes PlayStation's ability to... Um, add their game, add that game, add Call of Duty to PlayStation Plus day one. So, like, it's it's not even, there's no, like, competitive advantage for Microsoft at this point, right? Like, around a Game Pass type of thing. They're just like, yo, if y'all want to put it in your subscription service, y'all can. But we know how Sony is with their subscription service, right? They've been on record saying, like, we feel like this should be for, you know, I forget what the, what the term is that they use, but they basically said, you know, our subscription service is for games that have come out, you know, like months prior. And like, you know, it's not for games that come out day and date, like first party games that come out day and date. But, mm-hmm. you know, at the same time, if you're interested in money and you want people to subscribe to your shit, why would you not take Call of Duty day one? Yeah, that it's shit is definitely going to sell. Wild, right? It, it, <laughs> it would definitely sell. So it's just like, I don't know. The whole thing just seems so... Stupid. Imagine. Mm-hmm. Oh, they are. They're super stubborn. So, taking it to another another thing that came out today too. So, Sony's made claims, <clears throat> and this has all come out with um the between the CMA, uh, which is the UK regular regulatory um body, and the EU's regulatory body. Like they're trying to get those deals through in both of those places. So like there's all this documentation that's been coming out, yada yada yada. Like all this like back and forth, caddy, like petty mm-hmm. shit, you know, like like our the toxic fanboys of the world are like you really like chomping on right now. But it is interesting to watch, you know. So the next thing they're saying is um Sony's come out and said like they 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 believe, even if even with these agreements that are coming out, like these agreements that they're you know, basically giving out to everybody, PlayStation is saying that Microsoft would if they buy Call of Duty, they will release it on PlayStation, but they'll just release buggy versions of the, the game, right? Like, buggy versions mm-hmm. of it on PlayStation so that more people will go play it on Xbox, yada, yada, yada. 
<laughs> that sounds like something that PlayStation would do. I would be real with you, right? Because we've seen, you know, we've seen documentation that's leaked out saying that, you know, you have to make the game a little bit better on PlayStation than you make it on Xbox, yada, yada, yada. I just, I just find all of this so laughable. I find it more laughable that, like, these regular regulators are like actually having conversations about this. Like it's it to me, and it's maybe there's a little bit of bias here because I do lean more Xbox, even though I have both systems and you know, whatever it is, what it is. But like it's just weird to me. Like, if if I don't know. So you have two companies in a gaming space, right? One of them is like significantly <laughs> more popular than the other, right? Like I think what what the numbers were saying uh, during that case was like in the UK in particular like PlayStation has like 80% market share and Xbox has 20% market share at that point why are you even listening to what Sony says like right like they're the <laughs> leaders and you're trying to you're being upset that like another company is like buying another buying a company to try to compete in the space i just find it really really odd but um yeah i don't know i'm I, i'm kind of rambling at this point just because i just find it so funny like it's it's probably the one thing that we've been talking about. We haven't been talking about as much on this podcast that I've personally been keeping up with, but there's just so much news that it's hard to like have that be a topic every single week. Cause there's always something like kind of trivial and random that comes out, but I don't know. The whole thing is just funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just want to make a point here. So uh, let's see my guy, my guy, Herka Durka on Twitch here. He said, if it doesn't go through, <laughs> That he thinks that they should buy Rockstar and Take Two. Yo, that's definitely not happening, my boy. That's nah. definitely not happening. If they can't make this Call of Duty shit work, there's no way in hell. There's no way in hell they're gonna let him buy. It. Like, I obviously Call of Duty is a bigger game, uh, revenue wise, because it comes out every year and yada yada yada. But trying to buy <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, no, that Man. IP is serious, yo. No, Sony would no, lose no, their no, mind. No, no. Sony would lose <laughs> their mind. I don't think that would happen for one second. But aside from that, guys, um, you know, again, going around the room, Chris, I'm gonna start with you on this one here. I mean, we we've had a lot of big laughs about some of this nonsense that's coming out of Sony, but you know, I wanna I wanna hear what you got to say about all this. Yeah, it's funny to me, man, because again. It, I, I'm not here for all the crybaby bullshit, man. And that's pretty much what a lot of this is. And, you know, at the end of the day, when you look at it from the outside, and it's, it's, it's Call of Duty was a cash cow for Sony. Call of Duty liked being able to mm-hmm. cash cow and use it how they wanted to and do, you know, what they needed to do to get their money up. And now it's like they got to get in bed with somebody else in order to, like, still get the same benefits. Pretty much all the same benefits, to be honest with you. Um, cause it doesn't sound like Microsoft's trying to cut their throat with this. So it, it, yeah, it just comes down to stubbornness, man. It's a stubbornness. You don't want to have to go shake the hand of this person that you've been beefing with for the last like 10. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. And you're mad that people are saying, Hey, you gotta shake their hand. Like you gotta do it. that. That's really what it is. And they're just like, hmm. it's so I don't dumb. Do it. It, it, that's what it is. I mean, just, you're you know right. I mean? That's like, exactly what it is. But it's just like, it doesn't make any sense because you're already like partnering like, with on, them bro. in a lot of things. So like Minecraft releases on PlayStation. They're releasing that new Minecraft game that they just talked about earlier this year on PlayStation. Like, I don't, 
it just doesn't it doesn't add up to me. Like you have all the Bethesda games they've made deals with, so like Ghostwire Tokyo released, Deathloop released. Mm-hmm. You already have a relationship with Microsoft. Microsoft has released multiple games on PlayStation platforms at this point in time or own mm-hmm. companies that have yeah. games that are still actively on their stores, right? So like what are you doing at this point? Like what what arguments are you making? And and the other thing um I know I know you're about to say something, but I, just the other point I want to make real quick is Sony Sony has like these uh, marketing agreements that they they pay money for to you know say like all right make sure like you know obviously we can market the game you get a couple exclusive things <clears throat> you know maybe make sure like our game the game works well on our system yada 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 right now all you have to do is sign this paper <laughs> sign this piece of paper and basically yeah you lose the marketing rights but like Microsoft's gonna allow you to go through and. Um, put the game on on your subscription service they're gonna say like okay like the game is going to have to be um you know feature complete between both versions like so no version can be better than the other microsoft's willingly going out there and like allowing you to sign these agreements because they did this before the regulators even stepped in they had they had this stuff on the table before regulators stepped in i think the only difference was that they switched it from five years to ten years whatever but like I don't know. It's just like, what are you punching? What are you punching around for? What are you like wailing and like crying about? Because in my eyes, right. Let's say this deal doesn't go through, right. You fucked up the money of all the shareholders at Activision, right? They're now losing out on a payday of being bought by Microsoft. Why Mm -hmm. would they ever want to do business with y'all again? They probably released their games on your system, whatever, but you fucking up their money. Why would they want they they're not doing exclusive agreements with you no more? They're not they're probably not gonna like I mean there's a lot to there's a lot more to it than that. But like, you know, let's say we're really getting down to the petty shit of it all, right? Why would they why would they fuck with y'all at the end of the day? Why? It just wouldn't make absolutely any sense to me. And y'all worried about losing Call of Duty? What if and again, this won't happen. What if it doesn't go through and they're just like, you know what? Fuck PlayStation. We're not even gonna release it on there anymore. There's no legal obligation for Activision at this point in time to release games on PlayStation. So what if they just took their ball and went home? And now Microsoft gets exactly what they want without having to shell out the $69 billion. It's crazy. (laughs) It's absolutely Mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. This won't happen because that's not how business works. Mm -hmm. But there will be some ramifications from all this if if it doesn't go through. So, I don't know. Manny, what you think about that? You know, I was like, I, I I don't know if it was like you know a trustable art article, or whatever. But like, I saw someone who was like, you know, one of the biggest reasons why PlayStation is fighting so hard for, you know, Microsoft not to uh, acquire Activision is because Call of Duty is like their main source of revenue for their first party games because of how much Call of Duty sells every year and all that stuff, which. We know it's true. People always argue about, oh, we got better exclusives, but in the end of the day, always buy Call of Duty every year, and they're probably the type to play Call of Duty every year. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I I wonder how like much of that is true, like how much they make yearly based off Call of Duty, because, you know, of course they got some amazing first party titles, but like, they're also they don't have like the budget like Microsoft does, where they can't show like as much money like a blank check and do whatever you want so i can see why they wouldn't want to put it into streaming not streaming um and their subscription platform subscription yeah because they probably won't make as much as they would when when it comes to like 
you know, customers just paying like, you know, $70 straight up. Because no matter what, people still going to buy Call of Duty in the end of the day. It's Call of Duty. Right. But, but by that logic, just don't put it in your subscription service and just have the people pay the money, right? Exactly. Because I, I, think, I think what it is, is they said what? Call of Duty makes like a billion dollars in revenue on PlayStation, right? You're not losing that revenue. Mm-hmm. The game's not going anywhere, at least not for 10 years. I really don't think... there. There's no realistic, realistic situation in my eyes where Microsoft's deal, the 10-year deal is over, and then all of a sudden they're like, all right, no, no more call. Like, I just don't see that happening at this point, right? Exactly. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. They're trying to make the money they, they can make off of PlayStation, right? <clears throat> but let's say that does happen. Let's say in your mind you really think that that's what's happening here. Th- those 10 years of um, of uh, agreements that you've been making with Activision, like the, the, the 10 years of money and revenue that you've been spending to have those marketing deals, put that money into making SOCOM. Put that money into making kills. Mm-hmm. Put that money into making whatever it is that you think is going to be the next game to kill Call of Duty. Especially because mm-hmm. y'all just bought Bungie. Bungie is the yeah. only like, I mean, maybe not the guys that are there now, but like the the Bungie that made Halo, the Bungie that made the OG Destiny, that pedigree, they got they've got the skills to take out those types of games, right? They've got the skills to go ahead and make a shooter that is the definitive shooter. Just go invest in that. Like, I, the whole thing just annoyed. It's so true because, like, you know, you got the one argument was like, oh, Call of Duty's not going to last in the next 10 years. And then the other argument was like, Call of Duty's not going anywhere. But the problem with PlayStation is, yeah, they make great first party games, but they always use the same formula and they don't really like. At least now, I feel like they don't take as much chances as they used to have, like in the PlayStation 3 era. And it's hurting them but it's not hurting them at the same time because like like i said the formula works but they do like need to go back and you know take some chances again i remember Killzone being you know one of the first person shooters you know it was it was okay first person shooter but like you build upon that game and use the budget that you've been making with this you know as you know, at least this article claimed, like, you know, you, you make a shit ton of money with Call of Duty, not make your own first-person shooter to counter that and make more money, you know? Like, they can easily do it. PlayStation has a heavy fan base, and they can even follow the, the trend of just making it free-to-play so that they can have sales and, yeah, like, but- other stuff like cosmetics and right. season passes and stuff like that. You get that source of revenue. And you're golden as long as you make a good game, you know? Yeah, imagine imagine they find their way to making their own Call of Duty and they got, like, I don't know, Kratos skins and, and Joel oh, Miller yeah. skins and, and shit like that in the game. You know, like, that would sell. It would sell. You have all these IPs. You could utilize it to, to you know, to, to sell, like, the microtransactions and all that stuff. I don't know. Imagine, imagine you run around in a Spider-Man mask. Like, bragging mm-hmm. dudes. Like, you know, whatever the Call of Duty equivalent will end up being. Like, I don't know. There's creative ways to make money, but at the same time, <clears throat> I bet you Sony might be doing those things in addition to True. just in in addition to just crying the whole time. Because like this whole this whole thing has been like a a public display of bullshit, right? On yeah. both sides, on both sides, Microsoft is sitting there trying to act like you know they're in in like the the worst possible position that they've ever been in, and obviously they're they're not in the best position. In comparison to Sony, right? Like that that eighty twenty number is real in the UK, right? It's obviously way different here. It's way different in the US. It's way different in other parts of the world. Um, <clears throat> but eighty twenty, that's a real problem in a, in a big market, you know. Like 
if if you if they want to consider the UK like a big market, that's a problem, right? You don't want to be mm-hmm. you don't want to have twenty percent market share to your competitors eighty. But <clears throat> you know, you do different things to try to to move the needle or whatever, what have you. Obviously, in this scenario, both parties are just trying to make themselves look bad, right? Like like PlayStation's over here talking about if, if we lose Call of Duty, you know, all the players are gonna go to Xbox and we'll you know we'll we'll there'll be no more PlayStation. It's like obviously that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Jim Ryan knows that's bullshit. You and I know that's bullshit. You know, you watching at home, y'all know this is bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, that's kind of what this is at, at some level. Like, it seems like it's just kind of like, um, seems like it's gamesmanship, right? <clears throat> to try to try to make yourself look as bad as possible to get regulators to do whatever it is that, you know, you want them to do. I think in the end of the day, obviously, we've said it before, I think the deal goes through. <clears throat> especially when Microsoft is so forthcoming about just saying straight up, we'll allow you to have the game for 10 years. Feature parity, you know, ability to put it on subscription services, yada, yada, yada. <clears throat> and again, I think it's such a mistake to only focus on Call of Duty because there's so many games that Activision, Activision mm-hmm. and Blizzard own, man. Yeah. Diablo, Guitar Hero, Overwatch, like World of Warcraft. <clears throat> so many other games that you know like we were talking about tony hawk matt hoffman <laughs> you know yeah. like like all these games that microsoft could make exclusive if they really wanted to that's where i was gonna go with it i was gonna ask you guys um do you guys think that it might just be a situation where they're actually more worried about those ips and not so much call of duty because i think call of duty is the easy game for them to latch on to and be like and because but like, I'm thinking if they take some of these games and really give them some new life, you know, that's 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 big. It's pretty big. It's not just a situation where you lost Call of Duty. You lost Call of Duty and all that other shit. And then all that shit becomes lit again, then there is a whole other conversation that needs to be had in terms of who's got the better exclusives and this, that, and the third. And that's truly uh, what they're going to end up losing their grip on, man. They've kind of had that. They've had the crown on that one for a few years now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Wild. In my mind, if that's what you're worried about, why not say it? I mean, shit. It's a better argument. You know. It's a in my eyes, it's a better argument than saying Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. When publicly, Microsoft has come out and said, "Hey, we have a ten year deal for you. We already got a ten year deal for Nintendo, who hasn't had Call of Duty on their platform in the last ten years." <clears throat> you know, NVIDIA, who's never had Call of Duty on their platform, Steam, you know, like, like Microsoft's done all the things that they needed to, you know, like, realistically, like, being proactive about this whole, you know, handing out all these different deals. It's like, okay, you have access to Call of Duty. If you're concerned is something else, say that. <laughs> like, say, like, all this stuff is documented, right? Like, between the FTC's complaints the the CMA, which is the UK regulator, and then the, the EU regulators, all that stuff's documented. And mm-hmm. nowhere in any of that documentation has Sony referenced anything other than Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. So it's just you're 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 shooting yourself in the foot. If if you are actually concerned about those other things. Now here's here's another reason why I actually think that they're not going to talk about those things, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> what games have Activision been making in the past ten years? It's really mainly been Call of Duty. They haven't focused on any yeah. of those franchises. So if anything, Microsoft going through and buying, um, you know, Activision basically 
solidifies that those games will get made. And, the, you know, like, we, we, I think Bobby Kotick even said it, like, the day or the week after the announcement was made. There will probably have never been another Guitar Hero game because Activision didn't have the, the infrastructure, the ability to go ahead and push something like that through. But Microsoft does now. And that's already a thing that they talked about. Like, what was the other game that um, Phil Spencer was talking about? Was it Hexen? Or maybe that was for the Bethesda thing. There was another game that Phil Spencer in particular had talked about mm. that he was thinking about bringing back once they really get, you know, control of Activision. So I think, you know, even though I think Sony should be voicing those things, I think at the end of the day, the argument can be very, you know, at, at least if you look at their history and what um, Activision has done, it's pretty clear that they weren't making more of those games, right? They closed down um, a couple different studios, like, like, um, oh my God, what's the name of the studio that was making Crash? Toys for Bob, I think is what they were mm-hmm. called. I don't, I don't think they closed them, but they like fused them into another studio, and they were just taking all the studios and just making them Call of Duty support studios. Mm-hmm. So like that alone tells you they have, probably have no plans to use utilize any of their other IPs. So now Microsoft's coming through and saying, "Hey, we will you utilize those." It kind of kills that argument, but still, it's an argument I would make if I was Sony. But they probably, you know, they got smarter people than me out there in their, on their legal team, so they're probably telling them like, focus on Call of Duty because all this other stuff doesn't make a lot of sense. So. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot to it, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So they're gonna be they're gonna be looking kind of funny in the next couple of years. Cause I tell you what, if y'all make this shit any more harder than you have to be. You're not making you know Microsoft wanna play with you guys any more nicer over the years if you guys keep on making this shit prickly. Like just take the L, bro. Like stop being a baby, please. Golly. Golly, no, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get it, but <clears throat> I mean, there, there's a report that came out that said that um, the EU was likely going to approve the deal because of the concessions that Microsoft's willing to make. You know, specifically the, those ten-year deals that we're talking about. If I'm Sony and I'm seeing that report, and I'm, you know, I'm sure they have like some intel there to to know whether or not you know who's leaning what way. The moment I get an inkling that one of these, because the, the the big three that everybody's waiting for is the FTC, the EU, and the CMA. FTC, the way they've gone about like suing Microsoft is really stupid. I think they're actually going to fail because they're they're not even suing them in like federal court. They're suing them in their own court system. And like I don't know, there's just a lot of stupid shit going on there. But anyways, <clears throat> if I catch one of one of these, even just one of them saying they're going to approve this deal, I'm gonna be like, all right, hey Phil, Brad Smith. Come on, man, where, where, where I got to sign. You know, like, why are you fighting it that much anymore, right? Because mm-hmm. if, if this stuff gets, if it gets put through without having to sign all this stuff, again, I don't think Microsoft's going to do this because we live in a world nowadays where, like, the public opinion matters just as much as, you know, anything. So I think, uh, you know, without the deal on the table, Microsoft still will likely make the game available on PlayStation because they've been so vocal about how, they want to, you know, like I, what's the thing they said? They want to uh, bring more games to more gamers everywhere, right? That, that's that's their wording. And you know, even though I say that kind of flippantly, like they have been walking the walk, right? Like Minecraft's been available on everything since day one. So, you know, they've I think they've been trying. So I I do think that it will happen. But like, you know, if you are Sony and you're not signing this deal, what if they just decide to say fuck it? We're not going to put Call of Duty on your shit. We're that's not, what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, we're not we're not gonna allow you to put it at the very least. Like, you're not gonna allow you to put it on PlayStation Plus because you didn't sign this deal. 
that 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 alone is like, bro, that's such a that could sell your subscription service. And I get mm-hmm. maybe they don't want to do that, whatever. But like, I don't know. I don't know. If, yeah, you, if you think about it, how much? Many, I know you subscribe to. How much is like uh, PlayStation Plus the the version that gets you the games? Um, I believe it's fifteen dollars. If you're talking about the one that gets you like the monthly games as well as the catalog. Yeah. So yeah, if fifteen. So if you're getting, I mean, fifteen dollars a month for a year is worth <clears throat> more than just selling out what sixty seventy dollars one time, right? Hmm. Ah. Uh... I don't know. I mean, Sony could make a lot of money off of that. But yeah, exactly. You throw that in there, and people are gonna sign up no matter what because it's Call of Duty. Yeah, that is true. Very true. They got their own philosophies about it, but <clears throat> you know, what are you guys out there thinking about this? I'm, you know, I haven't, I haven't seen a. Oh, what's the last thing my guy Herka Durka said? Overlay the same technology they use for Flight Simulator. I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Starfield. Which we were talking about. Oh, word, word. I mean, that would be kind of fire. I know we're that like jumping be. back between topics here, but that would actually be kind of fire. I mean, um, yeah, Flight Simulator is pretty good. Yeah. I don't know if it was like, I don't remember feeling as immersed with like the controller vibrating or anything crazy like that, but I, I did like what they did with the flight mechanics. So if you could find a way to translate that to like space, yeah, that'd be fire. That'd be fire. Cool, sir. Yeah, I'll definitely mm-hmm. co that. But um, but yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> Talking about the Activision stuff again, real quick. Is there any games you guys can think of that I know we've done this before? I know we've talked about it before, but for me, it's it's gonna be Guitar Hero. I'll tell you that right now. But are there any other games that y'all want to see kind of come back? You know, what we got Crash, we got Guitar Hero. Like I said, you know, there's there's all the the Blizzard games that could make their way to Xbox. Is there anything in particular you guys want to see? Even if it's like something that you want Xbox to do to Call of Duty, like anything. I'm gonna have to look up some games because I have a bad memory of like what games they have. So, for some reason, I don't know why. Wait a minute. I can see that. So, wait, Activision, the Sekiro? Where have I been? Yeah, they, <laughs> well, for, from software made it, but Activision published it. So. Yeah. Ooh, imagine if that means we could get Sekiro on Game Pass. See, now, did I wait to buy it? <laughs> nah, nah, I gotta buy it soon. Are the sp- sh- Yeah. Mm-hmm. They actually made a collection before. I, I mean, you know, I'm looking at it right now. Prototype. You know, Prototype was a good series. Mm. Maybe that could come back. They have a lot of games, man. Like... Uh, they definitely have potential, but it's just more of just like nowadays it is expensive to make money and not make money, make games. So it is, but when your pockets are as deep as Microsoft, you know, I guess it it may not matter. So we'll see, we'll see. Nope, they got big paper. That's facts. I mean, I think. Uh, well, yeah, we're over our hour here, so I think this probably is a good place to end it for now. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, thank you guys who are watching on... Uh, I'm, I'm also streaming this on my own Twitch channel um, just because the restream allows me to do it. So thank y'all who are watching on my Twitch channel uh, at Black Ice 8. Thank you guys who are watching on the YouTube channel as well. Um, you know, if you're, if you're watching, you know, make sure to like and subscribe. Hit the little notification bell. You know, help us get, get our, uh, our subscriber count up. And uh, yeah, 
we'll see you guys next week. We do this. Well, we don't do it live, but you know, every week we got an episode up. We might, we might actually, you know, we've talked about it before. We might change up the format if this if this works mm-hmm. out well enough. You know, it's kind of cool to do it live. You know, have people giving us feedback and talk to talking to us and stuff like that. So we might have to look into yeah, that. in real time. That's kind of cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So if y'all like that, let us know. You know, let us know in the comments and all that good stuff. But uh, until next time, guys, we'll check you guys out next week. Thank you for watching. Yeah. And for listening. Peace. Oh, we, we we can't go until you know we hear Nanny. Go ahead. Look at his face. Look at his face. He's, wait, he's winding up. Hiya. All right. All right. <laughs>